Hi, I'm David Ferrier, a New Zealander accidentally marooned in America, and I want to figure out what makes this country tick. Now, they talk a lot about this country being the land of the free, but wherever I look, there are just rules that make no sense to me. And one of them in particular has been puzzling me for about a year now. I think of it whenever I open my fridge, whenever I go to make myself some breakfast, rustling around for my favorite breakfast snack. I love it, from my head down to my legs. Heard the latest news about eggs and cholesterol? Write for our booklet, Eggs and Good Health. Ooh, you gotta love it, the incredible edible egg. Yes, the incredible edible egg. We've got them in New Zealand as well, but in America they come with a rule. A rule that's been troubling me for months. I look on the cardboard carton of my organic large brown grade A eggs and there it is. Keep refrigerated at or below 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Another month and a different brand of eggs. This time it's Vital Farms Pasture Raised Eggs. And there on the carton, keep eggs refrigerated. If you're an American hearing this, you probably don't know what my problem is. But if you're not in America, you're probably as puzzled as I am. Why is everyone in America putting their eggs in the fridge? Why is that valuable cold space being filled to the brim with eggs? In New Zealand, we put our eggs in the pantry or the cupboard where you're meant to. No one in their right mind is putting their eggs in the fridge. Fridge real estate is a valuable commodity. Why would it be wasted by filling it with a load of eggs? I've finally decided that I need to get to the bottom of this mystery. So, grab your nearest egg, crack it open, fling it into a pan and get frying. Because this is the egg episode. Flatless, flatless, flatless bird touchdown in America. I'm a flatless bird touchdown in America. Monica, where do you keep your eggs? The refrigerator. Rob, eggs? Refrigerator. Explain. Because you don't want to get egg poisoned. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> it's taught, as easy as, as a that. Kid. <laughs> so you're taught as a child. How did it's you come by taught. this information? You, when you go to the grocery store, they're in the refrigerated yeah. section. They're in uh, a refrigerator. And f- fridges have built-in shelves for eggs. Good point. I've noticed this yeah. here as well. In New Zealand, I'm sure some fridges have it, but generally we would never have a special built-in thing. It's so embedded in American culture it is. that this is where your eggs go, whereas in New Zealand, we're not having it straight in the pantry. I will say my friends, Ryan and Amy, have chickens mm-hmm. who lay eggs, mm-hmm. and they do not put them in the fridge. Yeah. Interesting. When I went to Texas for Christmas, we stayed at a farm that had chickens, and there was just a basket on the counter that they'd give us eggs in the morning. Okay, and pray tell, when you ate those eggs and when you've eaten your friend's eggs, Monica, did you become sick? Did you become violently ill? Or we was did. it okay that they weren't in the fridge? I didn't try them because they're tr- obviously trying to egg poison me. Yeah, we got violently <laughs> ill. I, it was weird, though. Like yeah, I, I said something to Natalie. I was like, these should be in the fridge. What are they doing out here? I what do you think is going to happen? I've heard this, okay? Mm. I've heard that it's not necessary 100% to put them in the fridge, mm. but that I think there is something about our pasteurization makes it so that we do have to. But maybe in other countries, they're not doing the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, pasteurization, is that milk or everything? I Eggs just don't know. I, I was told from the Texans we were with that when they wash the eggs, 
that whole process is why they have to go in the fridge because there's like a membrane or uh, something. We get to this. So if you're getting them fresh mm. from the chicken, right. that's still there. It's like a little gunkier. And... Oh, uh, well, this is all things we explore today, and I'm thrilled to go through this with you. Do we explore white eggs versus brown and that no, type of thing? Okay. but I talked to an egg expert, okay. and he did tell me about this. This myth that people think that brown eggs are more nutritious than a white egg. Yeah. Nothing more nutritious about it. I actually, I jotted really? down what he said. He said, there's this big misconception that if you have a brown egg, it's got to be more nutritious. The reality is it's not. And you got to know when you crack open that brown egg, look at the inside of the shell, it's going to be white, even if it's a brown egg. But so it all comes down to like the bird. Okay. So some birds are laying white eggs and some are laying brown Absolutely. eggs? Absolutely. But okay. if you look under the shell, it's basically every egg is exactly the same. It's just a different layer. It doesn't change the nutritious factor. I think that of the that egg. guy's racist and he just wants <laughs> to take away any clout that the brown eggs have. Yeah. Well, I was curious because when I do end up talking to this egg expert, I was wondering. <laughs> say it. Big say egg- it. Yeah, egg sperm. Yeah, there we go. There it is. <laughs> is he in the pocket of big egg? Have they worked their way in there? Because it's, it's. I wondered the whole time. I was actually quizzing him about it you and were. he denied it. He said, I, no one's paying me off to say any of these things. Okay. Because going into the supermarket, or what do you call it here? The gross, the grocers, grocery store. The grocery store. There are so many different sorts of eggs. Mm-hmm. Do you have a default one you'd go to? Like, are you loyal to a brand? What do you look for when you're getting your eggs? I'm loyal to Mm. Vital Farms. What do you like about them? They used to be a sponsor. Okay. (laughs) I like your honesty. That's great. I really appreciate that. But they're not anymore, and I still, that is what I choose. They, like, take care of the chickens, and I feel better about their practices. Yeah. I always look for organic Mm -hmm. on the label. Mm -hmm. Jumbo Mm -hmm. is great. Are we going to talk about jumbo versus regular? Because we don't get into the jumbo uh, factor. What do we get into? Yeah, David, what did you do? Okay, maybe <laughs> we, we should start the doc. It's a complex investigation. Let's start it off. Okay. Come out in the middle and we'll talk about it a bit more. This goes fucking deep. I had eggs this morning. Oh, what sort? It's scrambled. Oh, yum. I like to boil mine. Three minutes? Yum, yum. Soft boiled? Soft boiled, yeah. New Zealand or <laughs> soft that. boiling. <laughs> It's difficult to know where to begin when embarking on an important investigation. And it's difficult when no one besides you seems to be asking the question. In this case, why do Americans put their eggs in the fridge? First, I wanted to make sure that my theory was correct, that putting your eggs in the fridge is a distinctly American thing not shared by the rest of the world. Every story I heard from all around the planet went something like this. I'm Elle, I live in Norwich in England, and I keep my eggs in the pantry. I'm from Mauritania in the Sahara Desert, and we kept our eggs on the top of the fridge. Not in the fridge, outside, in the Sahara Desert. So what are American eggs hiding? My theory was correct. Putting your eggs in the fridge is very American. But why? Why in the fridge? Why in America does it go from the chicken's vagina into the human fridge? To get an answer, I turn to the International Egg Commission. Dedicated to the global egg industry, they have members spanning 80 different countries. Based in London, I loaded up Skype and dialed in their number. Good afternoon, 
International Egg Commission. Oh, hey, it's David Ferry speaking. How are you? Just quickly, if you missed that, that's me doing an American accent. Instead of just saying, how are you? I go, how are you? I always do this on the phone because when I try and order things on the phone in America, no one understands me. If I go, can I have one large pizza, please? I get stunned silence. But if I go, can I please have one large pizza, please? Then they know what I'm saying, even though I sound ridiculous. Anyway, I end up doing this even when I'm not calling America, like in this case where I'm calling the International Egg Commission in London. Hello, very well, thanks. Are you? good. Hey, I'm calling from a podcast in America called Flight the Spirit, and I'm trying to find someone to talk to to figure out why Americans put their eggs in the fridge. Mm, I'm not sure we're the right people to speak to, but <laughs> let me see if I can find out for just a moment. Thank you. As I sit on hold, I try to imagine what the office of the International Egg Commission looks like. I imagine a building shaped like a big egg, and the reception desk is probably an egg shape too. In the cafeteria, it's just eggs for as far as the eye can see. After a few minutes on hold, and in my imagination, the operator is back. Hello there, sorry to keep you. I just needed to check because I wasn't sure how to answer the question. What we would recommend, because we're actually a member organisation, we wouldn't be able to advise on that kind of thing, but would suggest that you contact the American Egg Board. So there's a board just for America? Yes, yeah, we're the organisation that sort of pulls all of the international organisations together. But yeah, the US do have their own. So yeah, American Egg Board are the people to contact. Part of me was worried I was just being fobbed off that I was in a game of toss the egg and I was the egg. In case I was being tossed, I threw in a bonus question before I hung up. Just really quickly, I'm from New Zealand originally. Do you have outfits in New Zealand as well? Um, There'll be a country organisation in New Zealand. Yeah, I'm fairly sure of that. Wow, I guess eggs are international, aren't they? They're very international and some countries eat lots and lots. They consume a heck of a lot of eggs. As I put the phone down, I wondered how many eggs different countries do eat. According to the New Zealand Heart Foundation, back in New Zealand, we eat 237 eggs per person each year. In America, it's a bit higher. Each person eats about 277 eggs per person, an extra 40 eggs over New Zealand. Of course, being in America, all those eggs would be stored in the fridge. Frustrated by the International Egg Board having no answers, I did some googling about eggs. I discovered that all American eggs, after being laid by a chicken, are thoroughly washed, which removes a natural layer surrounding the egg called the bloom. A website called Backyard Poultry said that removing the bloom opens up the egg's pores. Maybe getting rid of the layer means the egg is more open to the elements, and that's why it needs to be refrigerated. Maybe I found my answer using Google, but I'm not going to trust a website. I needed the American Egg Board. Good morning. Oh, hey, it's David Ferrier speaking. How are you? Great, David. How are you doing? We were both doing great. Just often how everyone says they're doing when you ask. But I suspect often people aren't telling the truth. Regardless, the receptionist tells me that putting eggs in the fridge is a USDA requirement, something the United States Department of Agriculture simply demands you do. But I ask why it's a requirement here when it isn't in New Zealand, and she tells me that the American Egg Board is under the guidance of the USDA, so simply have to follow the rules they set down. Frustrated I'm not getting anywhere, I state my theory. Is it because in America the eggs are washed and so that kind of outside layer is taken off? That's what someone told me the reason was. 
She tells me that yes, all eggs are washed and the refrigeration stops the growth of certain bacteria. She says putting eggs in the fridge is an added layer of safety. But then, devastating news. I ask if I can quote her directly, put her on the record. And she says no, I'd need to talk to the USDA. Only the USDA can confirm why eggs need to go in the fridge, officially. Which makes sense because they made the rule. She tells me the USDA has a meat and poultry hotline and gives me the number. Thank you for calling the USDA's meat and poultry hotline. For English, please press 1. So far, the International Egg Commission had folded me off to the American Egg Board, who had now folded me off to the USDA. I crossed my fingers. For recall information, please press 1. For information on food handling before and after a natural disaster, please press 2. If you would like to speak with a food safety specialist, please press 3. 3. An operator picks up, and I go into my now well-rehearsed spiel. I'm just looking for someone I could talk to about the regulations around eggs in America. Part of me assumes I've hit the jackpot with the USDA. But then, disaster. I'm told that shelled eggs are out of the USDA's jurisdiction. I was told I'd have to head right to the top. The FDA. Oh, the FDA. Yes. The FDA. The United States Food and Drug Administration. Ah, the FDA. I call the FDA. If this is a life-threatening emergency, hang up and dial 911. If you're a physician calling for an emergency IND, hang up and dial 855-543-3784 to report an emergency that involves food, drugs, medical devices. Listening to this serious list of options, part of me wonders if I should be bothering this government department with my questions about why I'm putting my eggs in the fridge. But this is where the path led, and I have to see where it ends. For information about biological products, such as blood and plasma products, vaccines, allergenic products, gene therapy, tissue and cellular-based therapies, press 1. Of all the departments I'd called today, the FDA had the gnarliest set of options by far. Eventually, I found the one for me. There is currently one call ahead of you. All representatives are currently assisting other callers. I waited, and I waited, and I waited. Whoever that person was ahead of me, they had a lot on their mind. I killed time by watching some videos on TikTok. Whoa. A boar came out of the woods and charged at some snowboarders at a resort in Miyoko, Japan. Oh my goodness. It ran at the second person who was able to use the board for some protection. After that, it ran off. Staff at the nearby snowboarding shop originally posted the video. Then suddenly, the FDA is on the line. They Thank you for calling video. the Food and Cosmetics Information Center. What state are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from California. And how can I help you today? I go through to my little spiel, and the FDA tells me they don't know. That's a direct quote. They said I needed to talk to an agricultural extension program in my state. I ask what that was, and I'm told I need to find a university in California that's publicly funded that can apparently answer questions like mine. Before I go, I ask what the FDA even does if it can't answer my questions about putting eggs in the fridge. I'm told the FDA regulates the farms that produce the eggs. The FDA tells consumers that all Americans should buy their eggs refrigerated and keep them refrigerated at home. But going on this phone call, they don't say why. I ask if the FDA will arrest me if I don't follow this guideline. And she says the FDA can only regulate the people who make the eggs and sell the eggs. What I do with my eggs once I've got them is up to me. 
But again, she recommends I put them in the fridge. After hearing all this, I lie to her. Okay, no, great. No, that's so helpful. And hang up. But inside, I'm absolutely fuming. Absolutely fuming that the International Egg Board, the American Egg Board, the United States Department of Agriculture, and the Food and Drug Administration can't officially tell me why they're telling me to put my eggs in the fridge. I start trying universities, starting with Purdue University, which came up in the egg articles I read. But Purdue told me that I needed to talk to the executive administrator of the Indiana State Egg Board. I'd had it up to my eyeballs with egg boards, but I tried. And the executive administrator for the Indiana Egg Board told me, and I quote, not sure I'm the most qualified person to speak to your question. They sent me back to Purdue University to someone who was called a poultry extension specialist. Jackpot. This must be the agricultural extension thing the FDA had told me about. Fingers trembling, I called the number for the poultry extension specialist at Purdue University. How are you feeling, Monica? <gasps> You're going to cliffhang? It's a cliffhanger. Try uh, to build more cliffhangers into these episodes, you know, really keep people listening. I like that. I'm stressed out. I've experienced this a few times before where often the simplest questions yes. are the most difficult ones to get answered. Well, this, I mean, it's a, the American egg episode, but really it's the American red tape episode. We're getting into that territory. Yes. Yeah. And also another thing that I love about America, which is your answer phone messages. Oh. And look, again, we have this in New Zealand. We You get put on hold. You have different options. Mm -hmm. But the number of options in America just eclipses anything I've ever encountered before. It's wild. <sighs> Wow. I do want to say something really important about Please. eggs because you mentioned chicken vaginas. I did. And the appropriate word is vulva. Oh. Okay. okay. Chicken vulva. Now, I have I a personal. <laughs> You're about to say, I have a vagina. <laughs> I have a vulva. <laughs> I, oh, I did it again. Oh. I have a personal issue. If I'm at a restaurant, mm -hmm. I cannot order any food that has eggs and chicken oh. because it's the chicken's period. That this is. And it's too much crossover yeah. and it makes me feel sick to think so about. So this is something that might make you feel nauseous. But I, in New Zealand, I had a parrot, my best friend for a while called Keith. Yeah. And Keith loved eggs. Ew. He loved chicken eggs. Blech. So Keith would guzzle back eggs no. like, no, tomorrow, if ever I was eating egg, he'd eat anything I ate. He'd jump into my cereal and all sorts. But he loved eggs. And it did occur to me at one point, yeah, that's sort of eating his own. A bird is eating a bird. Yeah. Yeah. And also he, he also died, right? He also nibble right? on some chicken once as well. Ew. No, Keith ended up coupling up with another son, Konya, ended up having babies. Oh. So Keith wasn't technically a Keith, sort of more of a Shelly, I guess. Oh. <laughs> I was sorry. I'm thinking of fudge. Yeah, fudge died. Why did you have to bring I'm up fudge? Sorry. I, I'm sorry. That was my budgie when I was eight years old. Yeah, really. He'd sleep on the pillow next to me. Yeah. Anyway, so mm. if it's like a burrito, like a breakfast item, and mm. they're offering chicken in with the egg, that's a no go for me. You're not doing it. Nope. These are two different processes of this chicken's life. Get them the hell away from yes, me. Yes. But of course, a pig, bacon yep. and eggs any day, today. Today, that's what I had. Isn't it strange? I mean, they are such an unusual thing to eat. If it was fertilized, it's a it's would, a period. It's a period. it would be like a beautiful living bird. I know. And have you spent much time with chickens? Oh, no. Oh, 
they're really fun creatures. Mm -hmm. And so the idea that we guilt-free, just including myself, sort of guzzle back their periods is such an <laughs> unusual thing. I mean, that if that egg was left and fertilized, I guess it's the whole thing as well of where these eggs come from. Are they from chickens that are in little cages? Yes. Are they in pastures? It's very easy to put all that stuff out of your mind when it's just a cute little egg in front of you. Yeah. Which are delicious. But it is on the scale of animal rights mm. and eating. It's low on the scale, right? Because it's not killing the bird. It's just eating its yeah, good, yeah, totally. it's, delicious yeah, the egg period. Does, the chicken doesn't have to be killed. The main issue, I guess, is, yeah, what conditions it's kept in. But exactly. they're, not, they're not chopping its head off at any point. I was too scared to get into all that stuff for this episode. It's probably like chicken's part two or something. Yeah. Because that's a whole other thing. And we have the same conversations in New Zealand about that stuff as well. Yeah. There was this really amazing current affairs story in New Zealand that a colleague did where they found out that this one of our most popular brands that was stamped with sort of a pasture stamp, you know, these are yes. chickens that are free running, they're happy, they lay the eggs wherever they want. They were actually all factory farmed. No. And they basically doorstopped this guy and you revealed this really popular brand. None of the chickens were free. They were all kept in like really terrible conditions. Oh, no. Because you trust the label. That's where the FDA, as I found out, would come in. They right. regulate, and the USDA, they regulate how the actual producers are dealing with it. This is a ding, ding, ding to the movie episode. Mm -hmm. The trailers are oh. misleading you into seeing the movie it's kind of the same thing but that one's nonsensical and this one makes sense 100 percent. stay tuned for more flightless bird we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors flightless bird is brought to you by athletic greens now i started taking ag1 because i don't have the time to grapple with a bunch of vitamins and i wanted a supplement that actually tastes great and I get all of that with AG1. I've been taking it for about a year now. It's my morning ritual. I wake up, I mix it up in some water, I drink it, it tastes great, and I know I've got everything that I need for my day. I also know that I'm taking some ownership over my health, which is really important to me. I always travel with it when I'm making this podcast because on the road I eat even worse than I do typically. And I know that I need the things that are in AG1. It's the best option for easy, optimal nutrition that's out there. You take one scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And that particular blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, and focus. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com flightless. Again, that's athleticgreens.com flightless to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, do you want to know how my investigation yes, goes? Yes, please. Okay, let's get some answers. A few weeks into my egg investigation, I still don't know why Americans are all advised to put their eggs in the fridge. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm finally speaking to a poultry extension specialist at Purdue University, Darren Karcher. 
Darren earned his PhD studying gastrointestinal development in turkeys, chickens, and ducks, and is an associate professor at Purdue. So I'm Darren Karcher, the poultry extension specialist at Purdue University. I get to work with commercial industry, so millions of birds, down to people that have six chickens in their backyard. So I get to see the whole spectrum of people when it comes to poultry. Darren is a revelation. A man who not only appears keen to answer my questions, any questions about eggs, but he'll go on the record about it. What's your favorite way to have eggs? My favorite is probably just scrambled. I'm thrilled. So far, people haven't been very helpful. I'll be tempted to describe them as eggheads. The term egghead was actually birthed in America in the early 50s, an insult thrown at those who supported Adlai Ewing Stevenson II the Democratic nominee for president in 1952, the world's first official egghead. From there, the insult caught on, American movies like Home Alone making sure it became commonplace even in faraway lands like New Zealand. Now? No, tomorrow, egghead, now! But Darren Karcher was no egghead. He was a good egg. So my job is, David, you reach out and say, I have a question about eggs. And I'm like, great, let's talk about them. How did you become so egg-obsessed? It's called 18 years of growing up with mail order hatcheries. So my parents own a business where they sell baby chicks to people that want the six chickens in the backyard or uh, 4-H projects, FFA, things like that. It's been a long few weeks and I decide to cut to the chase. Why is America putting their eggs in the fridge all the time? Well, the first question I'd ask you, David, is why don't you put yours in the fridge? (laughs) Good God. I need answers, Darren, not questions. I'm not here for your egg riddles. I'm putting things like butter in there. I'm putting things that need to go in the fridge in the fridge. Eggs don't need to go in the fridge. Well, if you look at the U.S., we're one of two or three places in the world. Japan is one, and I think it's certain parts of Australia, maybe, that they actually wash their eggs. And so when you wash your eggs, then the other side is to put them into your fridge to preserve that quality and freshness to maintain that as long as possible. Okay, so washing does have something to do with it, something unique to America and a few other countries, including Japan. But why wash them in the first place? Back in the 50s and 60s, we were having a lot of rotten and exploding eggs in our food supply. And so the USDA, so United States Department of Agriculture, said we need to put a stop to this. And so put into place then that we needed to start to wash our eggs and refrigeration and some other things like that, that we now do today. So was this my answer? That in the 50s and 60s, America experienced some kind of egg explosion problem, and their answer was to wash every single egg and put them in the fridge? But this theory posits that eggs were exploding back before they were washed, that washing and refrigerating were both ordered at the same time. His answer has just created more questions. What entity made that call and like roughly what time? So I think it was made by the USDA Ag Marketing Service. And I want to say that it was like in the early 70s. So what's the correlation between washing an egg and having to put it in the fridge? So the biggest thing is that, you know, everybody talks about this bloom or cuticle, which is the outside of the egg. And everybody believes that it is this almighty halo that surrounds the egg and it will never, ever allow anything in. The reality is that over time, that cuticle sloughs off. So it disappears. And if you have any bacteria or anything like that, they can penetrate 
through the pores into the egg, causing problems. Really, the biggest thing for us for refrigeration is once we wash them, we're putting them in there to maintain a high level of quality so that you've got good eggs for baking. You know, you get higher rise in your angel food cakes. So it's for their functional properties. This is making me feel crazy. According to this expert, this expert, if you will, washed or unwashed, the bloom is often going to come off. So maybe it's not about the washing. All this talk of washing and refrigeration, it seems to be a chicken and the egg type situation. An unsolvable riddle destined to drive you crazy. And I feel crazy. I still don't understand the fundamental question of why in New Zealand, we're not putting our eggs in the fridge. Nothing's exploding. Nothing's going wrong. Nobody's getting sick. What's the difference? So to be honest, I don't know that I can tell you, David. Fending off insanity, I realize something. Darren's saying, I don't know that I can tell you. Maybe this is the first honest answer I've had during this investigation. I mean, if you look at other parts of the world, they don't refrigerate eggs either. It's not uncommon to go to another country, not only see the eggs in the center of the aisle, or find them sitting on flats out in the middle of the sun. You would never find them like that here in the U.S. And so it just comes back to the food supply. We pride ourselves in the U.S. as having one of the safest food supplies in the world. And so we just have very strict regulations on how we have to handle our eggs. Keep in mind, they are a raw commodity. So we still have to treat them as a raw material that can make people sick if they're not handled correctly. You can still end up with food illness. What is the worst thing that can happen with an off egg? Obviously, no one wants an off egg because they're hideously smelly and whatnot. How much of a health hazard is an egg? Well, so the biggest thing that we have to be concerned with is salmonella. That is one of the things that we are constantly being monitored for within the egg industry as we produce our eggs. If you are a healthy individual and you end up with some salmonella, yeah, you may get really sick. If you are immunocompromised or older or younger, you could die from it. And so why would we even want to take that chance? More people are becoming sick from a salmonella outbreak that promoted a massive egg recall. At least 35 people across nine states have been infected by the bacteria. The reality is any consumer, once they leave that grocery store, they can do with it whatever the heck they want. There is never going to be the food safety police show up at your door and say, show me where your eggs are. That's just not the way this is going to work. It appears the answer as to why Americans put their eggs in the fridge is just because they've been told to. At some point, the health gods decreed that producers wash eggs and supermarkets and consumers put them in the fridge. Hundreds of millions of eggs, all in the fridge, all of the time. The second they're out of that chicken, pop them in the fridge. How is the humble egg doing in America? Is it as popular as ever? Is demand increasing as population sizes go up? When you look Mm. at consumption and things like that, it is continuing to increase. People are still eating eggs. We've got 300 million laying hens in the U.S. We can produce an egg for every person in the U.S. He tells me America's top three egg producing states are Iowa, Ohio, and Indiana, which is why Darren is at Purdue. It's egg country. Around 67% of Americans' eggs are commodity eggs, meaning that chickens are kept in what he calls conventional cages. Over the last seven or eight years, there's been a big push towards cage-free eggs. 
Like all things American, this change is due to the demands of the market, of what people want to buy and what they want to spend. With all this talk of eggs, as I wind up my conversation, it occurs to me we've just been talking about chicken eggs in the fridge. Why are we just eating chicken eggs? There are so many eggs out there. I mean, what about the goose and its golden egg? It seems like an untapped marketer's dream. You know, one thing I've learned since I've been here, it's always very entrepreneurial. People are always thinking of new things. Has there been any other push here for any other birds and bird eggs? I mean, we eat turkeys. We love turkeys in America. Why are we eating turkey eggs? Quail? Are people eating quail eggs? Or is it just the chicken? So the predominance of what we find, right, is the chicken egg. But if you go to other parts of the country, you may find your quail eggs in the store, turkey eggs, duck eggs. Why haven't they taken off everywhere? I mean, it just depends if there's a market and can that market support whatever type of egg that you're producing. The U.S., we have 50 states. We have 50 different egg rules. So every state regulates how they manage eggs and how they sell eggs within their own state. So, for example, in Indiana, we have the Indiana State Egg Board. They're only responsible for chicken eggs. If you want to sell quail eggs, you have to go talk to the health department. Huh. And you can go to a different state and it'll be the complete opposite. I'm not sure how much of it is due to people are confused about who do I really talk to if I wanted to start to sell these quail eggs, right? I know the feeling he's talking about, being confused about who to talk to about eggs. Is there anything else that you find surprises people about the egg? I mean, it is such an unusual, you're sort of, you're eating an embryo, aren't you, essentially? It's a weird thing to do. No, David, you are not eating an embryo. (laughs) All right. The reality is, yes, the point of the egg is to produce a chick. The eggs that we buy in the grocery store are not fertilized eggs. However, in some grocery store chains, you may be able to find a place on the showcase that says fertilized eggs. Those are, in fact, fertilized eggs. And that is different from the commodity eggs or the other eggs that you may find in the store. Just like with this entire episode, a simple questions led to no clear answer. If anything, it just leads to more questions, an eternity of questions. Why are they selling some fertilized eggs in some stores? I didn't even know they did that. Yeah, so there are some people that believe the eggs are more nutritious for you if it's been fertilized. Is there any science backing that? Uh, Not that I'm aware of, but hey, if you want it, and you're willing to pay me for it, I'll produce it for you, so. Yeah, I think you just summed up the United States of America quite well. (laughs) This is my last question, it's the most important one. If you had two eggs in front of you, one was a New Zealand egg, unwashed, it had been birthed by the chicken, left on the shelf, not in the fridge, and the other egg is an American egg. It's been water blasted, put straight in the fridge. What egg are you having? Well, I can speak from going to other countries, David. I eat those eggs in other countries, so I'll eat either one. What a cop-out answer. But also, what a wonderful man. He was there for me. But also, I got (laughs) to say, I still feel like I'm a bit crazy. What blew my mind, everyone had told me that once the bloom is washed off, that's why you got to put it in the fridge. But he essentially said, which I think is really interesting, that bloom is going to come off anyway. Right. So it's not this water blasting. It was just this decision that came, we're going to wash and refrigerate. I know the answer. Oh, okay. You could have come straight to me. Fuck, I should have called you. Yeah, I was the caller ahead Mm -hmm. of you. (laughs) I was on hold for an hour and a half. Oh, that's maddening. The reason is, Mm. ding, 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 Mm. American suing. 
That is literally why. It's You're because right. everything in this country is protected. Like you are trying to protect yourself from a lawsuit. Right. And so that is what's happening here. It's let's take every single precaution, even if it's a little too extra, even if it's pretty much unnecessary. Yeah. But just in case this could help one rotten egg, even yeah. though rotten eggs are extremely rare. But even if this helps, we're going to do it so that we don't get sued. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. And when I Googled for like a clip of salmonella reports on news about, you know, outbreaks, they mm. were everywhere. And whenever it happens... It's this huge, huge deal. Yes. So I guess producers of eggs, the worst PR they could get, and of course they'll get sued, is anyone getting any kind of disease, right? Or a recall. Yeah, like I mean, call back millions yeah. of eggs that's from grocery stores. That's the worst. And I get things last longer in the fridge, obviously, and that's all great. I guess it's what you said earlier. It is more about the crazy bureaucracy. And I just love that no one could give me a straight answer. Yeah, that was amazing. That was a goose chase. And for anyone also, if anyone's thinking, why didn't I reach out? I'm sort of calling these poor phone operators and quizzing them about it. I reached out to all the agencies on their email and left messages. No one got back to me. So I was eventually forced just to call the line Yeah, and say, hey, why are the eggs in the fridge? <laughs> 300 million laying chickens that's absurd just churning out eggs for our pleasure i do think really good to know where your eggs are coming from and checking yeah. to make sure they are pasture raised i actually got stuck into them on the phone because it's funny that a university is where everyone eventually sent me to get answers yeah and that's all he deals with his language is really interesting because he never called them caged eggs because we'd call them factory farms and like yes. caged eggs. He had another term for them. But it was just his language was quite funny because I guess he does deal with government departments and manufacturers and customers. So I think he has to be careful yes. how he does state things. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say he's in Big Egg's pocket because that's the stupidest sentence <laughs> that could ever come out of anyone's mouth. But since Indiana mm. does deploy mm. as we learned so many eggs so many they're not all pasture raised many are going to be caged totally so yeah, he yeah, yeah. does have to be careful because i'm sure he is involved yeah, but a little i was bit. trying to bait him the whole interview into like slagging off caged eggs and how terrible it was because i think it is like yeah. i think chickens should be out roaming and not just shoved in these enclosures and he wasn't gonna get swayed into my like language well, he was good like, for him he's like they got enough room in those enclosures etc yeah. but i mean i mean my friend has chickens in their backyard yeah there's nothing happier than a chicken just pecking around making a mess shitting everywhere and like laying <laughs> eggs and being happy and you see them all together in any kind of enclosure and it's just kind of sad yeah. which again is why i'd always buy eggs that say pasture raised. it would be really cool of any of the animals i'd like to have mm. it would be a chicken Imagine if you got a bunch of chickens in your new house. You would drive the people around you crazy. They would imagine having, to, a, imagine having a rooster. Would you let them in the house or this would no, just no, be no. backyard? A only? backyard. Are the Hansons inside? No, they're no. backyard and they have a yeah. the cute pen. I love this. One of the chicks. You should I'll give you some, Oh no. Did they eat it? It happens. No. no. I think it's actually it's really hard to keep those little chicks alive. Oh yeah, you've got to know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, totally. Another interesting thing he said during the pandemic, a lot of people started getting chickens in their backyard. He did say a big misconception is it's not cheaper if you're having your own. Because once you get into feed yes. and maintaining the area, 
it's going to cost you the same, if not a bit more, right. than just buying them. That's not a reason not to do it. It wouldn't be to cut yeah. costs. It would be to have eggs when you want, fresh eggs. Totally. My um, older brother in New Zealand, he has chickens. And it is really nice to go out in the morning, open up the enclosure, and there's eggs lying there. It's really beautiful. Do you taste a difference when you eat your brother's chicken's eggs versus your grocery store eggs? I think they taste better, but yeah. it's I would say it's purely in my own mind because I'm like, I know where these are from and yeah. this is a happy chicken. I right. think that's the reason why. I mean, I think happy beings create other happy beings. I agree. I completely, <laughs> completely agree. Happy period. This has turned into a spirituality it podcast. Has. Would you eat a fertilized No. Egg? Well, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Do you know about balut? It's a Filipino delicacy. Yeah. Tell us about that. Cause that's a slightly more developed egg. Yeah. So it's a fertilized bird egg, usually a duck and it's incubated for 14 to 21 days, but there's like a, it's an embryo. There's like a beak sometimes and no! feathers that is in there. No, yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a delicacy. But they also like put it on Fear Factor. Have you tried one, Rob? I've tried to order it, but I have not tried it. I'd be curious what it tastes like. If it's more eggy or more chickeny, or what the vibe is aesthetically, it's not a great vibe. And you're crunching on the it's beak. Crunchy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Natalie's Natalie's family's had it. Yeah, like, totally. Wait, so it's Filipino. I mean, it's a real Filipino, culture yeah. shock, isn't it? If you haven't had it, you're just like. Oh. But is it any different to like shoving a chicken or an egg down your throat? But like I they're all pretty gross. Okay, but is it cooked? Usually boiled or steamed, and then you eat it from the shell okay so it is cooked i guess in my i was just imagining it sort raw. of a raw baby chicken yeah. kind of thing yeah right. it's a buzz but i mean there's a reason i guess they put them on shows like fear factor right because yeah. to like a certain audience it's like holy mac that's Seems intense culturally insensitive but yeah no don't it does, yeah, totally. it does. Yeah. Fear, some of fear factor has aged badly there really is no difference it's just what you're used to and that is all cultural wow yeah, like eating crickets in certain countries yeah exactly Oh my Still goodness. Still got the protein. But it's fertilized by another duck then, like a sperm, male duck. Yeah, not like a human or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other catch. A person has fucked the duck. <laughs> and this little embryo that's is sort of part human, part duck. I'm always waiting to get a double yolk. I've always wanted like oh, a freaky good egg. Luck. Yeah, I've always wanted I'm always cracking looking for it. I've never encountered it. Occasionally, you will get a chicken egg growing inside a chicken egg. So you've got a shell within a shell. That happens occasionally, which is pretty buzzy. But I bet in the ones you get at the grocery store, they get rid of those. Yeah, if they can they, tell. Right. If they could tell. tell. They might be like a bit bigger or chunkier. A question I had, what is an angel cake? Oh, angel food cake. <laughs> an angel food cake. It's a sponge-like cake, plain white cake. Is it tasty? Grandmas love it. Grandmas love it. You often eat it with strawberries or like whipped cream. Is it an American invention or is it I from some angel food cake? So. As he said it, occasionally when I'm interviewing people for topics, I'll say things and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But it's nothing to do with the episode. So I sure. sort of let it go. Well, okay. It's been debated. Oh, I um, love this. Historians believe that these cakes originated from African-American slaves. Oh, right. Because making the cake is required intensive labor to whip air into the egg whites. 
What yeah. a crazy like origin story. Wow, Fuck, that's we so really dark. stumbled upon something. I did not know I that. Think angel food cakes are probably another episode in some way. <laughs> Where do I get these from? Are they like from a Vons or a Galson's? Yeah, you could get a... like a Sarah Lee angel yeah, yeah. food cake. They have icing on the top? No. no. It's, What's on it's the just top? like plain cake. It's like a muffin. Usually. No. Sometimes they're glazed. Like... They often have, I think, like whipped cream and strawberries. Okay. But you eat that with the angel f- or I'm thinking Sarah Lee is more pound like cake. A bunt cake. What's yeah. a pound cake? Pound cake is denser, much denser. Angel a food is very cake. light. Okay. My mom would eat it like on our diets all the time. Oh really? Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. there's so much egg that it's I guess. Just- yeah, right. So you're saying indicating certain eggs would maybe make a better angel. Well white egg cake. whites would fluff it up. Okay. There's also the thing with eggs where obviously the American egg board, the ad I played at the beginning, the incredible the- edible egg, what a great marketing ploy yeah but there's debate for a while eggs were meant to be like the best thing in the world right yes but then you had too many eggs all that protein cholesterol is in cholesterol can be a nightmare as well right well not the protein the cholesterol the cholesterol sorry so i have high cholesterol it runs in my family do you yes no eggs for you no i eat tons of eggs because there's been this back and forth mm. on it where eggs are the best then all of a sudden in like the 90s it was Oh, no, eggs have a ton of cholesterol, so you can't eat too many of those. And now I feel like we've circled back medically to, no, eggs are fine. Okay. I find this very confusing. Same. Yeah, okay. (laughs) There was this big thing in New Zealand where they'd push the cereal called Nutri-Grain. It was called Iron Man Nutri-Grain. And it was every ad. It's probably an American cereal. I don't even know. Yeah, we had Nutri-Grain. You had Nutri-Grain. But it was like the ads were all like, this is breakfast. It's starting your day. It's healthy. All the ads were like, these beautiful muscly swimmers swimming sure. and i remember watching and going oh my god this is the healthiest meal of the day a generation of kiwis grew up on nutrigrain wow. it's just sugar the yeah. worst thing you could be eating ever i just feel like we're all caught in all this marketing bullshit i think eggs feels a part of that but, world back and forth i'm not no. comparing it to nutrigrain yeah please don't because <laughs> eggs are Animal they're made, natural. they're, they're natural. Product. Exactly, yeah. it's not a cereal product. No, completely. They're very, actually very different. <laughs> I guess my point was, you're told one day yeah. something's great for you, the next it's like a nightmare. I, I guess the lesson is everything that's in moderation. American diet culture. That's an episode. Oh, that's a freaking episode. Mm-hmm. Well, this was fun. Eggs uh, go in wait, the fridge. Do you want to talk about to. your visual aid? Yeah, I bought in some eggs. <laughs> I don't know why, because we all know what <laughs> eggs look like. Well, we're not going to eat those. I those haven't been refrigerated. Oh, no, I never refrigerate here. Wait, These you are just, don't? No. So don't eat eggs at David's house. Wait, so you buy them from the refrigerated section of the grocery First store? First thing I do, so I warm those things up. That's what seems problematic to me, yes. is you're changing the temperature you're, of it. You're definitely uh, not, love it. David, you're definitely not supposed to do that. If it starts refrigerated, you do have to keep it refrigerated. That's probably a good point. Yeah. It's just, it's my form of protest. I don't want to be told what to do. I don't like America telling me where to put my food products. I'll put their eggs where I want. And And to some of those people, I wanted to say, why don't you shove that egg up your ass? That's what I wanted to say to some of those people (laughs) when they wouldn't give me an answer. But I didn't because I'm polite. One thing I did want to say, my friend Rosabelle was sitting. I lived with her. (laughs) Rosabelle. You're my bestie in New Zealand. I don't give it jealous. One time she was sitting on the floor finishing her nails or something. Yeah. And there was a carton of eggs on on the bench. Hold on. 
Did you just say that because she's a girl and what? that like seemed like something a girl would do is finish her nails? No, she was finishing her nails. Are you she sure? No, she was like at peace. She was concentrating. I wasn't just making this up. Okay. It sets the scene. Okay. She was occupied okay. looking at her nails, getting you know, all ready to go out or something. <laughs> Some sort of girls club or something, you know, I'll do some knitting. Um, Pillow fights. <laughs> and I saw some eggs on the bench and I just thought, wouldn't it be funny to just get an egg and just crack it on her head? And it was the funniest thing in my mind. And so I walked over and I got the egg and I went over and I just cracked it on Rosabelle's head. And the second, the second I did it, I realized that wasn't funny to her because she was just set what to go out. <laughs> How crazy and of her. I've never seen her so she looked at me. I've done mean things to her in the past, but I've never been looked at with such like like my face right I now. I despise she despised me in that moment and I felt so bad and she had to go to the shower and wash the egg oh. out. The shells were everywhere. Yeah, what did you think was going to happen? I thought it would just she could towel it off or something, Ew. you know? But anyway, my point How is How old were you when this happened? When I went back to New Zealand like a year ago or something. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, it was recently. My point was. David, this is manic behavior. <laughs> it was so fun to do it, but I regretted it really quickly. And so I just wanted to bring it up. Don't, anyone's <laughs> listening that's thinking about egging someone, a friend, don't. Because I don't like her. And also, weren't you worried that was going to hurt her head? Oh, it also was like a. Bad. I had to hit hard. Yeah. To, <laughs> You think eggs are going to break Ex so easily, but they don't. No, they don't. You're evil. That's so, yeah, bad. Don't do that. Is she in your phone when you're dying on the airplane? And yeah, she's got a text. And does it have, did I'm you update it? No, I'm done this line. Sorry about the egg. Yeah, smash. add that in. That's bad. You should know right now, if anyone <laughs> the lawyers will get involved. in this room does that to me, I will take she it much worse than <laughs> Rosabelle. But you get an idea of how satisfying that is just for a moment when you crack an egg on someone. It's so funny. You have impulse control. Maybe you do have ADHD. You, mm -hmm. Something's happening. It was really fun. I haven't done it since, and I'm advising not to. You're one year sober. I'm one year sober. All right. Well, so you eggs. We learned a lot. <laughs> the lesson from this episode, do what you want to do with your eggs, but you don't have to technically put them well, you do in America because they've been refrigerated yeah. already. Yeah, but if you but go if to another country. another country, just get your eggs wherever you want. Or if you have chickens and they lay eggs, you don't have to put them in the refrigerator. No, you don't. I mean, look, in a sane world, I think Americans, they should never be popped in the fridge straight from egg. Put them wherever you want. Sure. But that's just my hot take. Wow. But don't sue us yeah, don't if you do that oh, and yeah. then you get Take salmonella. No responsibility. <laughs> if you're taking advice from me, you deserve to get a salmonella. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye.